Hi, welcome to another episode of Sisters Gone Platinum with your hosts, Rena and Vicky, where if you're looking to be inspired, entertained, and encouraged, you've reached the right place. Pull up a seat. We got you, sis. Today's episode is brought to you by Exclusive Services by My Girls, your premier destination for top-notch house cleaning, handyman, and organizational services. Exclusive Services by My Girls isn't just a cleaning service, it's a commitment to excellence. Their team of experts go above and beyond to ensure your space is not just clean, but a sanctuary you look forward to coming home to. Whether you're a busy professional or someone who values their time, Exclusive Services by My Girls understands your needs and delivers exceptional cleaning tailored just for you. A huge thank you to Exclusive Services by My Girls for sponsoring this podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Sisters Gone Platinum. You're here with your hosts, Pamela and Vicki. Yeah, Vicki and Pamela. Yeah, we're so <laughs> glad you're here. And just to touch base, what kind of a week have you had, sis? Oh, goodness. You'd think I'd prepare for this question. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a minute. (laughs) I've had a very busy, busy week. Been doing a lot of journaling and writing. As you know, I'm writing my memoir, so I had to turn in some script and get it done on time. Spend a lot of time with that. Can't wait to hear. I can't wait to read this thing. I cannot wait. I can't I'm wait so to excited. read this thing. <laughs> <laughs> All we've been doing is uh, cutting away because the story is so big. So most of the time, when you when I'm spending time reading and figuring things out, or even writing, we're trying to cut back the story because it's so big. And to a standard book or a big book out in the markets is ninety thousand words, and one third of the book was at. 85,000. Oh, wow. So we you have, have to, to cut down. Well, we already down, cut that down, one down. And, down. and it breaks my heart, all this information and stories that have to be cut out. And that's after we shortened it from my personal writings. Oh, wow. So the story is actually super big. And obviously, it's not just about me, but it it's is It's kind of like me. the rest of your life, no? <laughs> well, I told my um, co- super big. co-editor, co-author, I told her, hey, we need to get this book done because the longer you wait, the bigger the story is getting. <laughs> She's like, no kidding. But yeah, so I've been doing a lot of book stuff and a little bit of grandma stuff. Had uh, grandkids over. I tried to get the, my grandkids, you know, filtered through at least. Try to do once a month, but it doesn't happen with so many of them. If I can have sleepovers and get it all done at least once every three months, I feel like I'm being a good grandma. Oh, that's So awesome. I did a little bit of Those my are grandma special stuff. memories. They are. Special, um, special memories. Yeah, and I, I get so tired, I think, oh, why do they want to come to Grandma's house? But all I do is a lump on the log. I don't even take them to Disney World or to the big <laughs> things, you know. But I know it's the everyday stuff, and it's all the little it songs matters. and memories and memories. good memories. Just showing treats, them love. All the sugar I can give them. And send them home. Yeah. <laughs> send them home. Yes, yeah, so I got a little bit of that done. And yeah, done, done some editing on our podcast. We're about ready to drop a couple of more episodes soon. So it's all been a lot of fun. That's it. Sounds, so, you're my hero, sis. I need to be more like you. I need to start having sleepovers too. <laughs> Your grandbabies are a little bit littler than mine. They are. And I'm, soon I'm going to have three. And I think I need to start. I need to start focusing on being a good grandma. You already are an amazing grandma. I don't get to see my kids that often. I mean, they all live in Minnesota. Let me think. Yes, they all live there. But I don't see them as often as you think I would. So all my older grandkids, so my oldest son has two. I never have sleepovers with them. And then the second son down, I still am doing sleepovers because he ended up having eight beautiful children. So he has a few little ones. 
But then my daughter, none of her kids do sleepovers anymore. They're all too big. And then the next son, none of his kids do sleepovers. They're all too big. So I'm already in the stage where some of my grandkids are just too big to do mm-hmm. sleepovers. So it's kind of sad. I think I was talking to someone earlier today, hypothetically throwing out a number of how many more grandkids did I think I would get, you know. And without sending that number out there, it's really small. And it really caused me to think I'm so young. I'm a young grandma as it is, and I feel so young. And to almost be done having grandkids, yes. like I'm not really done, but I'll probably get, God willing, seven more. And that would be a big, big number because that is a, that's mm-hmm. that's on the high end. Not that we're counting how many more, but you want to yeah, just, know, just know. know, you know, whatever. Anyways, so, um, yeah, it kind of was making me sad. Like, oh, my goodness, I'm almost done. And, and then I think the comment was made, yeah, but you'll start being a great-grandma within the next three years. Will you have sleepovers with your great-grandkids? I sure will. That is so cute. God willing, I sure will. I plan on it. My goal is to, after I finish my memoir, even though this is not about me, but my goal is to finish my book, and then I'm going to write fiction, short stories for each one of my, my grandkids. Oh, that'll be so and cute. And it'll be, some in some way, their relationship with me. And I visualize my grandchildren reading that book to their grandchildren. That would be That's so the legacy cute. I want to leave as, as a writer. Obviously, I'll leave my story, my book, all these podcasts and everything else I'm doing. But I really am just so looking forward. Some people make blankets for their grandkids and mm-hmm. leave them that or inherit furniture or inherit silver or jewelry. And I just really feel like the inheritance I want to leave to my great-great-grandchildren is a book that Grandma wrote for their grandma. That's so cute. God willing, that's what I'd like to do. That is the cutest idea. I love it. That is my plan. So, um, not that it's all about me, but since you said I was great, I figured I'd just add some more stuff. (laughs) I would elaborate. (laughs) Yeah, elaborate a little. I happen to be a little older in a very different stage in life. For sure. Yeah, your children, most of your kids are my grandkids' age, I think, real close to you. Yep, yep. I think you have two children older than my grandkids and the other six. Than your oldest grandkid, yep. And my oldest grandchild and your third child are the same age. And my first grandchild is not, not a whole lot older than your great-grandchild will be if, yeah, if you get one real soon. For sure, for sure. <laughs> so that's kind of why my life sounds a little bit different, but it's just as meaningful and it's just as I just happen to have a little more crazier week, but lots of times I'm just doing not a whole lot, if you yeah, can believe I'm that. still mommy. It's <clears throat> a lot that. of the same stuff pretty much every day, you know, games, uh, homework, and school functions, and field trips, and lunches, and all that fun stuff. So I'm still there. I mean, I could mention it every single podcast and uh, pretty much repeat the same thing. <laughs> well, don't undervalue that because I oh, actually I don't. I envy that, sis, because I never got that opportunity. I was doing business, and it broke my heart. I didn't get to go on field trips. It was not acceptable. In fact, when I had my first maybe eight grandchildren, my prayer was they did not go into labor until Friday afternoon so I could be there. So your, your children would My children and my daughter-in-laws. I was there with all my grandkids when they were born. The first few, the last ones not as much, but the first few, all, I'd say the first 15 of my grandchildren, I was there at their deliveries. And my prayer was, please don't go into labor until Friday afternoon because I was building my company and I could not get away and leave my clients. And I depended on the income to, to, to support your kids, support my whole family. Yeah. So um, I, when I hear all the amazing things you do, it's just so, um, I, I've, anytime we talk, you're super busy. 
And yeah. a part of me is envious, like I, I just never got to do that. Never, never even got to a field trip, never went that I know of. And it just wasn't something that was for me. I wasn't able to do it because of building this company and being an only parent. Yeah, being and having an only so parent many, is big. many children and coming to America have to start from scratch. No inheritance, no nothing. I mean, it did bring that $5 bill. But um, having to start from scratch is just, I never got to do that. So when I hear about your stories, I'm just intrigued, just as intrigued about it as you are with some of whatever <laughs> I'm doing. Because it's like, wow, what does that feel like? That must be awesome. It's a lot of working to get to the it field is. trips. And now it's someone's birthday and you got to send in the baked goods and go in and it's all the parent, things, teacher, yep. whatever, all it was. But so, yeah, it's, it's awesome. I'm excited for you and I... I think that's awesome. You're such a good mama. Uh, So our topic for today, I know you enjoy it too much. (laughs) Our topic for today is funny things. Just either funny things we've done, said, or just funny things we've heard of. Just a good little laugh, huh? Yeah. Let so I'm going to let you go take first. Me. Oh, of course you are. <laughs> yeah, I just talked up a storm. I just talked up a storm. Oh, I'll my continue. Goodness. I'll tell you a funny story. It's always about my kids. I like it's that. It's always about my kids. Or being a kid. <laughs> Sometimes it's both. Yeah. But um, last winter, I, uh, I had, I guess he was my 10-year-old at the time, and we walked outside. The snow was starting to melt. It snowed really good, some good nine inches, and it oh, was wow. starting to uh, starting to melt. And we have a gazebo in the backyard with a with a metal roof, and I could see that that snow just melting. And then you know how it kind of curls at the end. So there was a good bunch of snow at the edge of the of the metal. And I I teased my son. I said, "Let's see. I dare you to stand under that." under that um, bump, bunch of snow. And he gets under there, and I just gave the, the leg of the, the gazebo a nice kick, and that snow came towering <laughs> on him. <laughs> oh, I my swear. God. It wasn't so much to hurt him. It was just a I nice know. little freezing experience. And I looked at him, and he has snow everywhere, and I said, you didn't see that coming, did you? He looks at me with the cutest look on his face, and he's like, no, I thought I had a nice mom. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, that kid's sense of humor just gets me every time. Oh, my gosh. He's always cute. always got fun little comments <laughs> to make. I'll never forget that. Oh, my goodness. That, that was really cute. And it made for some good memories. Yeah, but I, I still bring it up all the time when he'll be like, can I have a cookie? I'll be like, nope. And he looks at me like, are you serious? And I was like, did you think you had a nice mom? <laughs> oh, my gosh. And he smiles and takes a cookie. Takes a he cookie knows I'm being a bum. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's been a good one for all these, year, all right. these two years. <laughs> for sure. One of the funny stories that I want to share that you reminded me of is, I don't know what the story is. I even have dreams about it, so there's got to be a meaning to this. But anyways... So my husband and I, we ride, ride up to our lake home in, in Lake Ogibic. It's about a five-hour drive. Not too long ago, I'd go up every weekend. And it was during that time. I think the last year, year and a half, I'd probably go up every third weekend. But anyways, so, you know, we're, I always it's a long drive. I always take my shoes off, and I have a blanket and put my feet up. And because I have a knee replaced, it kind of can get swollen, so I try to hold it up kind of high. But anyways, we pull out the gas station, same gas station as always, and tons of truckers and people are in there. I don't know. I think they even have showers in there and whatever all they do. 
So I, without fail, you know, he pulls up there and I always slip back on my shoes and I go in to use the restroom and then possibly get another drink or maybe a snack. Well, this one time I'm done using the restroom and now I'm looking for a healthy snack, which they never have healthy snacks, but here I'm looking for something like maybe this time something will show up. <laughs> I think boiled eggs and jerky and even jerky is questionable. But anyways, and my feet are kind of hurting me. Like they just feel like they're just, something's miserable. With tired me. of the trip? I don't, I just, at the time I'm not sure what it is. Like, you know, I'm like, as you get older, you get, you get stiff and you think it's this, you think it's that, whatever. I think oh, I've been sitting like two and a half hours, haven't really walked. Anyway, so I'm not looking down to see why my feet are hurting me. <laughs> it was wintertime, so I had like these short um, boots. Okay. They didn't have a zipper or nothing. You just slip in these short black boots I had and kind of have some traction on the bottom to keep you safe from the snow or whatever. Okay. Had like about a four or five inch heel. Anyways, I have these on and pretty soon I think, this is crazy. <laughs> Why am I feared? I look down, sis, and and one shoe, my toe was turning to the left and one shoe, my toe was turning to the right and pointing outwards. <laughs> you had them on the wrong feet. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Might as well tell him that I truly am a blonde. I said, babe, babe, look at my feet. He looks down and he says, how did that happen? <laughs> You've been in here this whole time and you just noticed that? I think, I swear, sweetheart, I don't know. And since they were kind of boots, they fit a little bit big, you know? Yeah. So it wasn't like if I would have put my heels on on the wrong feet, I would have felt that. He laughed his hindy off, made fun of me. Well, a couple of weeks later, I do it again. With the same boot? The same shoes. I do it again. I'm oh in there, but the goodness. feeling's familiar, so I don't take as long. I looked at it and said, sure enough, they're on the wrong feet. But to make that even funnier, and I've done it several times now, but to make that even funnier, before I met my husband, and to go out and do something fun with my kids or go out on, I was dating, so I'd go out on dates or whatever. I don't know exactly what the story is, but let's just say I was out on a date and he took me to the movie theater. Okay. And it's nighttime, and it happens to be in the winter, so it must be something I do with boots. And I, it's not those same boots. These are boots with elastic. They're more classy. They're nicer. They don't have the big, thick heel. They're just more dressy. Not as clunky. They're not as clunky. So I have them on, and we're watching our movie, whatever, all, you know, getting cozy and snuggly. And then um, after the movie's over, we go into where the, the concession stands are, and for whatever reason, he was going to use the restroom. And it's like not necessarily our first date, but it's right up there. And obviously, I never ended up with him. And maybe it was because of this. But either way, I sit down to wait for him. And I look down, and I notice that there's a buckle on the left on the left shoe. And buckle, I can look down and go, oh, I wore these ones with the buckle on the outward. On the outside, you know where they put the buckles. It's not uh -huh. an actual functioning buckle. It's just a design decorative Decoration. buckle. I'm like, oh, I wore these. I didn't realize I wore these. Because in my mind, I had some other ones on. So I didn't think nothing more of it. We were hanging out, whatever. Then I look at the other shoe, and it was the ones that I remember putting on without the buckle. <laughs> <laughs> Missmates? Missmates. Oh, my goodness. And extremely obvious missmates. But they were both black. I was so embarrassed, so embarrassed. 
Oh my gosh, to this day, I can't believe I, I did something. I wonder why he didn't ever call you back. Yeah, he never called me back. This, this girl can't get her shoes on the right feet. I mean, they were at least on the right feet, but they were the wrong shoes. And when I, you know, you know me, I put, put um, stack my shoes up in the closet right by the front door. And then I wear a lot of the similar shoes, but uh-huh. a little bit different. Well, when I grabbed my shoes, I noticed the one on my right foot. I noticed that it had no buckle. <laughs> it would clash my outfit, but I did not notice what yeah, the other one was. And that is so oh my gosh. funny. Needless Sometimes to- you wonder, our blonde hair I, is, is totally to blame. <laughs> I've gotten away with a lot of stuff when it comes to driving, like silly stuff, not dangerous mm-hmm. stuff, because of my blonde hair. In fact, there was a time when I just deliberately, anytime I piss someone off, why, well, especially since my Mustangs, it tends to challenge people. Like they yeah. come up to race on the side, and I just won't do it. But or you pull in front of them, and they tell you off, like, "Oh, you have that fancy car, don't you know?" Whatever, I don't know. Well, a few times I've done some silly things that truly merited someone to be upset. Not really upset, but just like, hey, honk your horn or something. Uh-huh. Without fail, I'll just grab a hold of my hair and I hold it up and I hold my other hand up like, oh, well, oh, I'm <laughs> So sorry. Without fail, they laugh like, yeah, you stupid blonde. So I got away with a few things. But I remember one time one of my daughters was uh, driving for work and she got a ticket. And she was probably 20 at the time, and, and she's blonde. She looks a lot like me. And she was just telling me, Mom, I can't believe it. And then they gave me a ticket. <laughs> I can't believe it. It's like, well, I didn't know that the speed limit went from 55 to 45 right there. And and, and they still just gave me a ticket. <laughs> and I was thinking, ah, I know. You think because you're blonde and beautiful, you'd get out of it. But not every oh, time. Every time. <laughs> Because she'd gotten pulled over before, but didn't get a ticket. They'd give her a warning. But this time, she's like, can you believe that they gave me a ticket? Blonde me. I know it. (laughs) It was cute, but yeah. I had a really, really extremely blonde moment um, in the recent past. (laughs) Yesterday. uh, My kitchen sink clogged up. Um, I made a mistake of putting potato pills down the disposal, disposal and it just clogged the whole of thing course. up. So I grabbed this five-gallon bucket, and I, like I was telling Rena, I'm scrappy. She's scrappy. We are <laughs> scrappy women. We know how to figure things out. So my husband was not home, and I, I knew how to do it. I knew how to disconnect the sink and fix that drain. No big deal. So I get under there, put the five-gallon bucket under there, empty all the all the black yuck disgusting water and potato pills and all whatever all out of the pipes out of the pipes i get all the potato pills throw them in the garbage and here we go okay i need to now dispose of the water so i can rinse out the whole thing so i poured the water (laughs) down the sink Oh my gosh. <laughs> all the drain was all disconnected. It was just all I my the water went all over my entire floor. It was it was I felt so so blonde. <laughs> Which you Disconnect are blonde. the sink and then just dump the water down and oh I expected it to drain down God. the drain. Of course. Oh no, I spent a long while mopping up that disgusting black water out of my out of my kitchen. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I don't tell that story very very often because uh it just, it, it's so obvious. Yeah. How could I have? But I guess now the world knows, huh? Yeah, <laughs> we all know. And we're going to hold it over your head. I know we've done a lot of funny, funny things, but right when you're put on the spot, like, what in the heck have we done? 
that's so funny, but it just feels like it's one thing after another, embarrassing moments that we've had, which I'm sure everybody has. But but um, any other stories that come to your mind that's something funny that you'd like to share? Oh, Make shoot, someone's day? I'd like to share. Yeah. I'm going to have to need it. I need a minute. Let me see. <laughs> well, I remember back when I was dating, um, <laughs> and I met my husband, um, I we would... We were driving somewhere doing something, and then I told him, yeah, that's that's the place we went and did whatever it was. And then he's like, no, sweetheart, I, it wasn't me. And I go, are you going to tell me that I wouldn't know if it was you? I remember you were wearing this and that, and we went in, and we sat right there, and we had, and I'm, I'm adamant going on and on. And he's letting me, little stinker. And then finally, after I finished telling him everything to get, remember, I knew, and I went on and on to just really get into remembering. And he says, um, I don't like squash, and I've never worn a flowered shirt. <laughs> I don't own them. And I was mortified and so embarrassed, and I said, oh, it was the other guy. <laughs> but it was detailed, like, like oh, not only what he was wearing. Remember we talked about this? And you, you even got that. me that drink, Remember? Yeah, and, and we were flirting. That was like, whatever. Remember, we had such a good time. And then, Remember that song was playing that you and I liked? Remember that song? He's just looking at me like, no, I don't remember. You know, and as we've gotten a little older, and it hasn't even been that many years, but as we've gotten older, you, you actually second-guess your memory yeah. sometimes. So he's like, oh, maybe she'll say something that eventually I will I'll be able to remember. Memory. Yeah, and we both had squash. And he's, then uh, he let me finish, and then he says, um, I don't like squash, so I know it wasn't me. And I've never worn a flowered shirt. Oh, and I'm like, no, oh, boy. my gosh. And once he said that, it's almost like everything I was just saying went away, and I knew who it was, and it was, it was not, not him. him. Oh, my goodness. That is <laughs> super embarrassing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm still embarrassed about that to this day. <laughs> well, what's so yeah. silly is I, I really thought I knew what I was saying. That's what bugged me yeah. even more. Instead of just saying, oh, it wasn't you, well, okay, that's fine, because we had dated. You don't know how, I think when, when he and I got together, he had been my 34th date from, we met off of, um, uh, what's it called, eHarmony. Okay. So he was my 34th date, like you just serial date to find someone that you can, was compatible. And um, yeah, so it had been someone prior to that, but anyways, it was embarrassing. Do you ever think if something similar to that happens to some of the polygamist or what do you what did you call it the fundamentalist uh, uh, back in the days yeah that's hard to say um, back in the days like would you think they'd forget whose night they were of supposed course. to be standing out kidding me and what wife had what kid or what their name was <laughs> or <laughs> what they made them for lunch and blame it on somebody else or. Can you imagine I, the stories I that happened to them? I guarantee you they did. I guarantee you they had to keep everything the same just so they wouldn't get mixed up and then probably never reminisce. I'm a guessing. We're not going to reminisce. Remember when we... No, you better not. No, no, no. I don't have time. I don't have time. <laughs> the truth is, is, no, I don't Hey, remember. why don't you tell me what you remember about that day? <laughs> <laughs> the wife tells him, oh, yes, yes, uh, that was me. Oh, yeah. oh phew. <laughs> Oh, for sure. That would be funny. And I, I'm sure it happens all the time. Can you imagine the guy shows up but you know, the house that it wasn't her night? Right. And uh, what excuse did he possibly invent? 
And when he shows up and she's like, wait, why are you here? You know, I'm not due until for three days. Due? <laughs> I'm due for three days? I'm not due for your presence. You're not due for an oil check for three days. <laughs> Look at this day. He, and do you, can you imagine that he, what would he I'm do? Sure like they've never admitted it. So no. they got it wrong. They would say, I'm well, the just, they say, I'm the man of this house and I'll sleep wherever I want. See you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> no, go to bed and then fight the next day with whoever, wherever he's supposed to be. Oh, oh my, my goodness. Not so that I would ever get into those kind of stories, but truthfully, I could relate to some of that stuff. No. <laughs> that was bad. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. I mean, that had what, 11 points? Dad had 11. I don't think he had them all at one time. No, not all at once. But how in the world do you keep so straight? You just don't. You just don't. I think that I don't know for sure. I'd have to go back and do some research. But let's say he had. Is that why dad called us all sweetie? He called me sister. (laughs) Oh, sister. That's what it was. It was sister. sister. He called his wife's probably sweetheart. And then his daughter's uh, sister. What did he call the boys? I don't even know. Son, I don't know. I don't know I how dad kept us straight, straight, and I never, obviously, we weren't allowed to ask mom any of that <laughs> stuff, so I have no idea, but hey, dad has 57 kids. He figured it out. I'm sure he did. <laughs> and I'm sure not one woman had all those kids. He figured it out. Oh, I will tell you something funny. Speaking of dad, um, he was, it was at the end of his life. He was in in uh what do you call it he was he couldn't in move he was yeah and um i walked into his room and i said hi dad and he acted like he recognized me hi sis and we talked for a bit and i uh what did i say i said do you know who i am and he's like yeah you're one of mine Oh, and cool. and but he didn't tell me what one. He just said you're one of mine right. <laughs> because I called him dad. That was the clue that I was one of his. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, and he looks at my husband and he's like, "You're not one of my boys." And my husband says, "No, but I married one of yours." And dad's eyeballs open huge and he's like, "You better not have married one of my boys." <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. That was so. It was so funny. I I almost peed. I was laughing so hard. Oh my! Gosh. At, mostly at the look on my husband's face. Oh my gosh, that is funny. He's like, no, I married one of your daughters. I married Vicky, and he's like, I know. Yeah, of it course. But he tried to cover it all up. Yeah, the last time I saw Dad, he didn't know who I was. I don't even think if he knew if I was one of his because he told me if I was younger. Would you date me? So he acknowledged that I was a young girl. Mm-hmm. No, Dad, I wouldn't date you. You're my dad. Then he caught on. Okay, so I'm her dad. He says, "Oh, okay. Well, I just I'd want you to know. At one time, I was very handsome." And I said, "Oh, you're still ha- handsome, Daddy, or whatever." He did not recognize me. Bottom line, no, he didn't recognize me either. Yeah, but the fact yeah. that I said, "Dad," yeah, then he knew. Okay, I'm her dad, so I'm. She must be one of mine. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, and so when I went to leave, tell him goodbye, and that's the last time I saw him. He gives me a hug and whatever, and I said, "Okay, Dad, you know I'm leaving, whatever." And he says, "Well, sister, be good, and if you can't be good, name him after me." No. <laughs> then I, I tell him, Dad, way too late. I already named someone after you. I should have told him I already been naughty and named somebody after you. But instead, I just told him, I already named somebody after you. So my third son is named after my dad. That's so cute. But anyway, it was funny. And that's the last thing he ever said to me. 
Uh, and because I, I gave him the clue. And I don't blame him. He didn't see me that often. No. And, and so, yeah. He had plenty of children to remember. Yeah. And I think that, yeah, it the, was fun. The time before the last time I saw Dad, <clears throat> he was still able to sit up to the kitchen table. And he's sitting up to the table and he, how did he say it? He says something about marrying women. He's like, ah, heaven knows I married my share of women. Hell. I married lots of men, share of women. <laughs> I married all the women I wanted to. Hell, I married some I didn't want. <laughs> oh my God. He really said that right in front of Mama Velma. Oh my gosh, Dad. <laughs> she just laughed and shook her head and she's like, oh, Osmond. That is funny. <laughs> that was that was so very funny. So yeah, I do think that uh, they must have <laughs> got very confused with whose night was who and where went where and sure. whose kid belonged to what woman. Oh, <clears throat> that is probably the case. All the funny and interesting things you learn in life, huh? Oh yeah, and you got to laugh at it now. You have to. I mean, that's you've been through it. Mm-hmm. Why do anything else but laugh? Right. Right. Well, any more to add to this? <laughs> <laughs> this went in a total different direction uh, yeah, than I anticipated, but it was, was fun. fun. Yeah, it was still fun. and I'm, It's always done. fun to hang out with you, sis. Sure. And we do have a lot of fun. We, we have a lot of um, red, red humor fun, <laughs> but we try to keep that away from our listeners, so we have to censor ourselves, but... Lots of fun little, not really red, I guess more of a pink color. I say fuchsia. <laughs> fuchsia. <laughs> Borderline. Humor, humor borderline, lots of funny things. But if you can't laugh at, at life's changes and laugh at the silly things we do, then what's Life is for? too painful. Yeah. I mean, if you let it be too serious and too sad and too, you know, bring you too down, it's just too serious. I mean, it's just too painful. Yeah. So I choose to laugh at it. Yeah, especially when time goes by, I've noticed looking back, a lot more things are more funnier than they were when I was going through it. You know, at the time you feel the load of doing everything right or, or you know, not having the mess or whatever's going on that you don't get to really get into the humor of it. And then a few years go by and you look back and think, what was I thinking? And that was so funny. Yeah. Well, now that I'm thinking what's so funny, when I was going to become a grandma, I was 38 years old. And my daughter's in labor, and I'm walking around my neighborhood, and I lived in a nice neighborhood, and it was in the morning, and I'm walking her. You know, I have no experience with um, anything to do with a daughter being in labor, what do you Mm -hmm. do, how much time it takes, whatever. So we're walking down the streets with her husband, and then she stops every little while and has a contraction. And then people would come out during the morning. It was on a weekend, I believe. And they'd come out, and I'd yell and be told in my daughter's tummy why she's in a pain. I'm going to be a grandma. No, I didn't even know who they were. Wait, I'm going to be a grandma. Then we'd go down a little further, and another pain. <laughs> yes, it's almost time. <laughs> I'm going to be a grandma. It was all about me, you know, or whatever. <laughs> I think back, like, the, here's this 38-year-old lady. They probably knew me with the lady on the corner with all the kids. And she said, who walks the streets when you're in labor? That's what you do in the colony. I've yeah. seen that. These are paved streets. We have to, you know, cars are coming and going, and we're walking and stopping and panting through pains. Well, I just added that little bit, like, I'm going to be a grandma. That's so it funny. It was so fun. It was funny. That is so fun. 
but yeah so I guess we've come to the end of this little episode hopefully you guys got a kick out of some of our stories and it caused you to think of some of the funniest things you may have done in your life and maybe some things that weren't so funny but you can look back on them and get a little uh, smile or jolt of joy that you, yeah. you got through it or whatever it was and some of those embarrassing moments were actually memories that you'll never forget and share that stuff you know I challenge you guys all out there, go share some funny story with someone today and see if it doesn't brighten up your day. It did ours. And Absolutely did. glad that you joined us and we could actually have this time. And do you have anything else you want to say, sis? That's it. That's a fun one. All right. So until next time, get up, pull up your Spanx, put on your bra or not, and take back your power. We did, and you can too. This podcast is intended for entertainment purposes only. We are not licensed healthcare professionals of any kind. This audio should not replace nor substitute the advice of any healthcare professional.